afternoon and welcome to a new podcast, The Lockdown. These are extraordinary times we're currently living through and very few of us have ever experienced anything like this unless we've been under house arrest. How we are coping and what we're learning about ourselves is what this podcast is concerned with. My guest today is the poet Gareth Writer Davis. Gareth lives in Brecon in Wales and is the author of a number of poetry collections and pamphlets and has also been shortlisted in various competitions including being highly commended in the 2017 Welsh Poetry Competition. He's also been isolating at home for the last three weeks with suspected C19. How is he coping? What has he learnt about himself? And how many soups is it possible to make and consume in one week? Let's have a listen to what he has to say. Is that you, Gareth? Yeah, hi there, Simon. How are you? Uh, I'm not too bad, thanks very much. How are you, uh, how are you coping today? Well, I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm still a bit kind of uh, throaty and, uh, and tired. And uh, but I have um, I've looked at the tired vegetables on the rack and uh, and uh, various bits and pieces in my fridge and uh, it's been uh, make a large amount of soup and uh, pasta sauce day. So how many soups do you think you've made so far in the time that you've been isolating? Well, this is the first one because I wasn't oh. feeling too uh, smooth at the time, but. Uh, um this uh this is the first big one i'm lucky i've got uh uh if the gas fails i've got a slow cooker and a microwave and a toaster so uh right. yeah so the yeah, slow cooker is doing the soup and uh and uh yeah a big saucepan of uh of uh pasta sauce uh, to be frozen uh is on the hob so when did all this start then? When uh, t- Talk us through the process that, that got you to where you are at the moment then. Um, I guess, um, well, I was working um, as a teaching assistant in Brecon and, uh, and uh, close areas, but uh, mainly in Brecon. And I started to feel a bit rough. I uh, spoke to the doctor about another ongoing matter. Um, and um, then he just asked how I was. Mm-hmm. I think he'd probably been fielding a lot of calls. This is over the telephone. And um, I said, well, I'm feeling a bit this and a bit that. And uh, and he said, hmm, um, I want you to stay home now. And I uh, kind of went on from there. So do you, do you think you've had it then? Do you, do you, do you think something has, has, has been different about you know well, it's this always period difficult of illness. to tell isn't it and i'd love to have a swab but so would many thousands and tens of thousands maybe even a couple of million people would but um it's been uh, peculiar i would say because you know for the first week you're saying have i got a cold or a flu or is this the covid19 mm-hmm. thing but there's um various symptoms which i won't go into even on a live podcast even an edited podcast <laughs> Which let's say the gastro end of symptoms, and, ah, um, yes. and uh, you just think, well, now that's mm, it's just been odd. And yeah. um, I was I was in an, I was in a very kind of intensely peopled environment, as it were. Yeah, and uh, this is a slippery customer, and it's unseen. And uh, I yeah. think it's probably been in Breck and other parts of Wales for a month. Yeah, and. You know, um, I've got lots to say about the government's response, but um, mm. 
uh, perhaps this isn't the place, but uh, let's just say that a chapel upbringing kind of uh, prepares <laughs> for the apocalyptic. Yes, yes, I can imagine that. Um, I think the the trouble with C19 is that it shares so many symptoms with a lot of other things like flu and, and norovirus and so on, and, and heavy colds, that it's it's often hard to know whether you've had it, whether you've got it. But of course, everyone at the minute is just thinking as soon as they get at least one symptom, they're isolating, yeah. aren't they? But of course, now we're all isolating because we're all locked down, aren't we? So, uh... well, yes, this is it. And it's quite a long term process, you know. Um, mm. This is my kind of third week of feeling absolutely knackered. And you just go, mm. well, what is that? You know, if it was about. You kind of like, uh, I think a lot of people are probably torturing themselves with this, that, and the other. But. Yeah. Uh, I discovered that boiling your head is good. Uh, I'm not, I'm not boiling ready. your head? Absolutely. By which I mean boiling a kettle. Ah, oh, I see. Then, right, yeah. Uh, getting it over a bowl of water and then making a tent out of a large towel or something. Right. And just everything lost in the respiratory system. Uh, well, that worked for me anyway, but that's, a, as I said, a, uh, a not-tested um, tip from me. Yeah. Um, I think it was a pretty good idea. You'd do that with any type of respiratory thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's um, – but, yeah, and it's also good for the wrinkles, of course. Also good for the wrinkles, yes. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I think I think we should all have a go at that. Um, so how are you coping then with the with the isolation itself? How how's that going? Well, it is tricky that I uh, I live by myself. Um, mm. People have been very kind though, and uh, FaceTiming me and skyping me, and uh, in some ways, there's a weird advantage to being kind of locked down a week for uh, at least a week for everyone else in that. Um, <clears throat> Um, I have managed to make arrangements and get a, a supermarket delivery in and so on and so forth. Right. And and I think you just kind of got to keep, you know, thinking ahead of the curve, as it were. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's a network set up in uh, Brecon, which is terrific. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, tears and helpers. And uh, just individuals, you know, a shout out to uh, Ridian who mm. uh, has been very good, a young man volunteering to get groceries and so on, and uh, puts them on the doorstep, retreats to the other side of the road, and uh, we have a wave and a bit of chat in Welsh, and then um, mm. and then he's on his way, and then uh, the rest of it's done by uh, PayPal. Yeah. You know, uh, just hoping the internet doesn't go down, obviously, because I well, think precisely, very, yeah. lots of people are relying on that right now, and okay, yeah. books are my thing, but... You know, even I probably can't read nine hours a day and uh, <laughs> seven days a week. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm surprised because I, I haven't read anything so far in the last two weeks, um, mm. a, apart from a few paragraphs of a Kurt Vonnegut novel. I, I've not read anything, and I thought that would be the one thing that I would be spending, you know, many yeah. hours doing, but I, I just haven't done that. So, um, so I think yeah. I had muzzy at the moment um, yeah and if you i think uh we've all you know we had a distinct life i suppose yeah and now it's indistinct mm. and um i would like to think that on the other side of this we all realize how lucky we are uh, yeah the first country but um maybe we will mm. uh, it would be nice for that effect to last but uh I guess, you know, human nature being, I, I don't know, it's still open mm. for that. Mm. 
And are you getting plenty of exercise? Is that is that outdoor exercise, or are you just like uh, no, running really up and down because, the stairs? Um, no, not really, because um, mm. as I said, one of the um, symptoms of this, um, mm. if I had it, and I'm tending to think I have, yeah. is that you're just very, very tired. It's just like you, yeah. know, you walk through. I did go out to Brecon Town Centre. Right. Uh, I'd got dressed uh, for a few days and uh, yeah. just did half an hour of exercise, which may have been pushing it a bit, but, you know, walked in the town centre, walked around, took a few photos of the empty streets, came back again. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, and ever since then, I've been in my pyjamas. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair enough. I've, I've had a few... I've had a few days where I've been in my pajamas till three, four o'clock in the afternoon. So I don't, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not normally that type of guy, you know. No, me neither. Pajamas. I like to get dressed and kind of have a structure and get on with it. Yeah. But boy, you know, I just think maybe that was, you know, 25 minutes too long that excursion. And so, yeah, looking forward to perhaps next week now. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, And what about entertainment? Have you have you rediscovered like uh, TV programs you haven't watched before, or films, or anything they particularly Um, got into? Yeah, there's been a bit of that. Um, I'm I'm lucky in that, uh, like a lot of people, um, and even as I say this, I'm hoping it's legal. But um, Mm. uh, one of my daughters has a subscription. What are you going to say? Well, well <laughs> sorry, <cut>. one of my <laughs> I'm just wondering whether or not to Netflix, and all um, oh, right, yeah, so, yeah. I think you can have two or three people, depending on how much you pay a month. Oh, Piggyback I see, right? Something, something like that. So, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been doing that. So that's been a boon. And there's, yeah. um, the Netflix is the thing that keeps on giving. But yeah, iPlayer as well. Yeah, and YouTube. Um, it's good for poetry documentaries. Yeah. Um, it's good for mm-hmm. documentaries. I do like a good documentary on um, yeah. On if you have an obsession about. Um, before you called, I was watching a documentary mm. about the Green Bay Packers NFL team and uh, Coach Lombardi. Oh right, yeah. You know, who's the instigator of terms like um, um, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going, and oh, yeah. stuff. Like yeah, he had loads of those phrases, motivational stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the type of guy who, you know, not necessarily a guy for peacetime, but in something yeah. like this, you'd reckon Prime Minister Lombardi, mm-hmm. you know, due to his motivational and, and uh, management skills, you know, yeah. took, a, took a, a, a team of kind of nobodies, really, who had finished last uh-huh. in the four. And then they won two of the big champion. They won two championships in a row. There were a couple of years. And then he won three in a row. And oh, then he wow. knew it was time to move on. He resigned, and so yeah, we could do with a prime minister like that. We could do with a president like that. You know, absolutely, um, yeah. So this is where it starts. Unfortunately, he died in 1970. Mm. But um, yeah. but uh, but that type of character, yeah. So it's been yeah. interesting to look at that. But um, mm. I wish I could say I've been reading a lot of poetry books. But um, it's funny, mm. um, my head's just not ready for that at the moment. I'm not. I'm not writing much. No. Um, I, te- I tend to read biographies anyway and history books and then a bit of poetry. Mm. Yeah. But I'm always amazed at uh, people who can read two or three poetry books in a weekend or something. Yes. Just, wow, that's heavy artillery for my head, you know. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a bit of a tip for, the, uh, for reading the poetry. It's that uh, I, I keep it in the downstairs toilet. 
so um you know you you can usually get through you know three or four poems in in one sitting as it were um, is, it, yeah, is that other, other people's poetry or something you're working on or uh, other people's poetry. No, I, I don't. I don't sit and read my own poetry in the toilet. But uh, um, and and I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. But uh, somebody <laughs> else will make that one. Um, but uh, but now I'm. I, I bought uh, quite a lot of poetry um, collections at the at the free first poetry uh, book fair in London at the end oh, of February. That... So I'm I'm kind of working my way through those at the moment. So um, but you know if I. If I have them by the side of my bed or whatever, I, I don't tend to sort of, you know, sort of, you know, read poetry before I go to sleep. So it's 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 uh, a good good place to get through, you know, two or three poems and so on. So, um, well, yeah, so, and yeah. obviously you don't really want to necessarily bring poetry into the boudoir, do you? I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, no, 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 it's a no. bit of a passion killer, isn't it? Yeah, well, it depends on the poetry, I guess, but you don't want anything too bleak <laughs> being cited, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> no, precisely. Um, what about games? Are you, a, are you a gamer at all, or are you playing a, a lot of chess against yourself? Or um, you No, I mean, um, there, are, there are Scrabble apps, which I used to do a good deal of. Yeah. Uh, but, um, again, my head's just not ready for that at the moment. No, I no. do have... Um, uh, I have a friend called David Van Corter. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, shout out to him um, because he kind of got me interested in board games again. And by yeah. which board games, I don't mean Scrabble or Monopoly or Totopoly or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, modern games. And so I can see I've got Ticket to Ride here. and Oh, yeah. It's various bits and pieces, dual, which you can play with a minimum of two players, but there's not really one-player board games. Oh, right. Even if I was to send off for them, I mean, yeah. I don't know when it would be delivered. I don't really want to be putting the delivery network under any more strain. Mm. Um, I did, um, I did uh, send off for an Amazon food. Uh, it, um, it was a a bag of uh, shelf stable uh, vegetable textured protein stuff. You know, to add to oh, stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm a kind of. Uh, a bit of a born again veggie, although I may have to kind of that may have to uh, yeah. have a bit of a holiday depending on you know what gets yeah. you know, get delivered, etc. But yeah, but that's like mm. two days later. Well, well, it's going to be Wednesday or Friday last week. And you just think, mm, should I have ordered that? Yeah, you know, put the delivery stuff under strain, but it's ordered now. My mm. goodness knows who this stuff is. So yeah, ordering a board game or a t-shirt or a pair of socks off eBay. Yeah. Probably not the time. No, no, no. I, I, I understand that. I um yeah. I'm considering getting a PlayStation Four. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. It it would be an expense that I don't think I could justify. But you know, it's it's the kind of thing where it's it's there, and then I get some games, and then time passes, and then all of a sudden we can all go out of our houses again. So, um, yeah. you know. It's it's like a time machine. PlayStations, you know, they they do kind of take like weeks of your life. Yeah, um, I um, I do quite like jigsaws. There's probably a jigsaw app. Uh, now that sounds yeah. a bit dark. It has actually got me through a downtime here and there. Yeah, uh, just having something like that, which doesn't need needs concentration, but not too much concentration. No, and it's all about finding the side pieces or or, or which cloud is different from the other. You know, some some yeah. kind of brain. 
holiday sometimes. As I said, they get they get me through some down times occasionally. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but I'm not sure of the process. But I don't no. really uh, want to discover how or why really because it might no. foul up the mechanism of how it works for me. You know. Sure, and I think there's a bit of a step up from jigsaws to Grand Theft Auto Five, isn't there? Um, well, these are a thousand pieces. Ah, well, actually, yeah. Now you What's say it. No, I, yeah, no, I, I can see that, that you know there's a they're comparable, definitely. Um, yeah. So you say you're not writing any poetry at all at the moment. You just can't get your well, head around it. Bits and pieces, bits and pieces. I yeah. would say I'm normally a poet who likes. I'm not very good at putting stuff in a drawer then forgetting about it. Recently, yeah. I've been quite good at that. There's a poem I've been. I signed off about a year ago, but then I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. I've come back to that and adapted it, and it's still a villanelle, uh, oh, yeah. formal poem, but um, which I'm not very good at. I think it was my first one ever, but now right. I'm getting, getting into it again, and it's still the same kind of subject, but probably mm. half the words different now. And yeah. um, but um, so I, I'm looking at a few of those. Actually, new poetry, mm-hmm. it's tricky. Um, I would say my flow has definitely um, lessened because right. I'm someone who just likes to keep the uh, the cogs um, oiled, as yeah. it were. Just yeah. Keep them but um, I can't expect more than that at the moment. I, no. I do run a poetry workshop every two weeks, which is now having to go on email now. Yeah. And, um, and I'm also part of a Facebook group which is revisiting the 52 Poetry Project from a few years back. So that's good oh, yeah. discipline because they want a poem on a, um, on a subject um, mm. each week. So I'm, I'm, I'm able to meet that. But, yeah. you know, they're not long epics and it's no. not something which is going to really tangle my head up. You know, no. It has to be kind of a feel, type, a more vibe-type poem. Uh, yeah. Do you think you might be able to get a pamphlet out of uh, self-isolation? Do you think... Uh, God forbid. I mean, if you're talking about COVID-19. Yeah. Um, I want to... Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, I think there'll be a rush to publish. There will be, uh, won't there? Yeah. And we'll all get very tired very quickly of COVID-19 pamphlets and collections. Yes. So... I hope that the sense of isolation and um, the chance to look at life a different way will feed yeah. into poetry and poems. Yeah. But um, I think uh, rather controversially, mm-hmm. I can say probably because my mother has dementia and has had it for quite a time now. Mm-hmm. When the first collection or pamphlet about dementia or a parent having dementia uh, yeah. came out, it was new. Now mm. there have been so many, and I'm not never yeah. throwing money at anybody, you know, because you know you've got to write what you feel about or yeah. what's gone on in your life. But I probably could live life without reading another one of those now, and no. I just think a new subject gets gets old very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really hoping that people will take this time to, you know, yeah, use this new sense of isolation, this new uh, mm. sense of being quite connected as they were and it'll feed yeah. into poems about i don't know horses or mirrors or sofas i yeah. don't know whatever you know or, and, or walking uh, or walking even yeah, yeah, yeah just walking around yeah 
Well, one of my hobbies used to be, well, yeah, until this, uh, mm. was walking in the mountains because I'm, I'm very lucky to live on the edge of the Brecon Beacons. Yeah. I can see, you know, the mountains from outside my front door, mm. uh, Penny Van in particular. Yeah. And um, I would love to be up there now, but um, um, I can actually, when I feel better, I can mm. actually take a walk out of my front yeah. door and uh, into, straight into some woods, which is great. Yeah. And just a little further, I can actually walk up a small hill, semi-mountain, mm -hmm. uh, called Pet Creek, which is um, which is just above Brecon and, and has fantastic views. And yeah. So uh, maybe over the next week or two, and uh, I'll have mm. my designated government mm. exercise sorted out. Yes, of course. Yeah. Do you think you're over the worst now? Do you think you're you're coming out the other side? I think so, but yeah. um, I keep on putting the um, timescale back. I think it'll be another week now. Yeah. And so uh, am I right in thinking that the thing that you miss the most is, is the walking the hills? Um, yeah, I would say out of hobbies, walking the hills, having a clear brain to write as well. Um, mm. I miss, uh, you know, contact with poetry chums, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I miss the regularity of work. I was, uh, I was an agency, uh, teaching assistant mm -hmm. as well as doing other stuff, uh, gardening as well. And I yeah. miss the regularity of that. As I said, I did kind of, um, mention, you know, a chapel upbringing and also I used to work in offices. Yeah. Um, I've always been a fan of poets doing other stuff besides poetry, if you know what I mean, for a living. Yeah. Well, Librarians. Librarians, for example, you know, yes. bank tech, you know, mm -hmm. so that you don't yeah. necessarily seek promotion because you've got something else going on in your life. As long as you've got enough to support yourself and yeah. all your family, yeah. then you also have the arts as well. But I do miss that regularity. And when I was working in offices, there were always deadlines. So I'm someone who responds well to a deadline yeah. and regularity. So... Um, I'll be welcoming that back. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, close physical contact with people, and uh, right. let's keep it clean. let's keep it clean, please. Like, no, absolutely, uh, yeah. uh, close physical contact with people, being able to touch people, just to say, "Oh, well yeah. done, mate." Hand on the shoulder with, with their consent, obviously. With their consent, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, perhaps with a kind of a uh, some sort of mock hand on the end of a, a very long pole. <laughs> Well, you right. could do that now, couldn't you? If you had a six-foot oh, yeah. stick with a rubber glove on the end of it, you could poke yeah, people yeah. as they went past. Yeah, rubber glove. Um, yeah, keep it safe. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, it's um, but yeah, just things like that. I think a lot of people would be missing that. But yeah. you know, there's one thing being kind of locked in by yourself. But mm. maybe that's preferable to be locked in with people you don't get on with that well. Um, and and there is the paradox, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There's a poem there, isn't there? definitely well there is there is yeah. uh, but as yeah. i said let's put it through a filter of another subject perhaps yeah yeah so what have you learned about yourself then over the last few weeks uh, sorry uh, simon i didn't quite hear that question what have you learned about yourself over the last few weeks uh, well um that i can actually hack it i suppose um yeah. due to an existing um, uh, condition. I was always one of those people who's going to have to be in for three months. Yeah. Um, hey, people, I think we're all going to be in for three months, by the way. Mm -hmm. 
but um, so I had already kind of got my head around that. Well, I'm approaching kind of week three now, and yeah. I'm thinking nine weeks to go. Maybe I can hack this, you know, as yeah. a quarter time gone. Mm. Um, I may need to kind of start engaging in conversations with other people, like across the street or whatever. But as I said, this is where, I mean, Facebook is a kind of a double-edged uh, sword in many ways. But yeah, I think people are finding it a boon now and yeah. um, it has always been i've never really been a lonely person but mm. i think for lonely people there will be an increasing amount of those now um, yeah and so they could be lonely in, in a household with other people yeah it's going to come into its own because it's a connection mm. and um it's an outreach isn't it and yes. um i mean things like podcasts um absolutely Effectiveness. Um, yeah. So yes, I, I know. Before this, people would say, "Oh, we're even too connected now." Mm. Uh, I've always had a good attitude about being connected. Yeah, I think um, people f- forget how dull British Sundays used to be. For example, <laughs> especially when I was growing up, you know. And uh, yeah. it's um, we have a much more. Um, I don't know, uh, cosmopolitan, windswept lives now, um, mm. which we kind of got used to and took for granted. Um, yeah. But, um, so, you know, it's um, nice to be reminded of that, you know. I think they're talking about a renaissance, aren't they, of, of social media because people are now forced to use it but are actually finding that there's so many things that they could be doing with social media that they never thought to do uh, before and until they were locked into a house for weeks at a time. So, um, you know, certainly podcasting, as you say, is, is one area where I think there'll be quite a boom. So, uh, well, yeah, and just information mm. as much as anything else. Okay, there could yeah. be false information gets out, but hopefully people behave themselves and don't spread, you know, uh, rumours mm. or statistics. But, I mean, you can get too obsessed with the news cycle. I think uh, yes. my first, I was probably watching the news three times a day. Now it's down to once a day. Yeah. Um, and I can always pop into a newspaper website or, or whatever and mm. just find out what's happening. Um, my health board, uh, sadly, in Wales is is the hot spot, as it were. And there's always right. an argument, well, is that because of, mm. you know, they're testing more people or is that because yeah. they've got a lot of hospitals or is it the way that people have always lived in this you know particular area we're in the north part of it but right. most of it goes down to newport from south powers yeah and that encompasses the east side of the valleys and industrial areas where people live cheap by jowl and mm. so it's not necessarily a surprise but uh, it's the runaway hotspot in wales which um but having said that uh, that is sad mm. yeah but on the other hand we're informed yeah and um and maybe encourages people not to drive unless on essential business yeah. because you know you can always break down you can always have an accident mm. and that's putting other people's lives at risk yeah and i know that's a bit of a kind of a debbie downer type of attitude but i think it's mm. probably an attitude we need for a while that mm. actually just don't do stuff which harms other people and doesn't put the nhs or the RAC or the AA or Green Flag at stress because they don't yeah. need it. Yeah, no, that's right. And Especially I think that uh, doesn't need it. Yeah, sure. And and I think the fact that people came out onto their um, doorsteps and applauded the NHS shows that uh, you know we we really do feel um, a, a huge affinity for it, don't we? 
Yeah, um, I mean, I won't get into the politics of it, um, but um, uh, tempting though that may be. But yeah, we did have a lone firework go off, a rocket go off in Brecon as well, which was uh, which was nice yeah. as well. But yes, yes, yeah. people did abroad, even in this kind of mm. Brecon is uh, for a Welsh market town, which is what yeah. it is really. It's quite mm. a diverse yeah. population. Um, so mm. I thought people might be a little bit more reticent, but they weren't. And um, they kind of, you know, got out their doorways and uh, yeah. gave applause and uh, a few cheers. And as I said, it's kind of the kind of poignancy of the lone rocket taking to yes. the sky, the big mm. bang. Uh, but, yeah, um, I know lots of places have it harder, like South London. Yeah. Um, but it was good to see, uh, again, on social media, to see kind of video of uh, the applause there from the you know, tower blocks and uh, mm. uh, very intensely populated areas. Absolutely, that's right. Um, I think we'll we'll be drawing things to a close here, but there have been some people who've been uh, commenting while we've actually been on air. Uh, oh. Russell, Russell Evely uh, has given a big shout-out to Michael Rosen, because, uh, of course, Michael Rosen is currently um, uh, isolating with uh, C-19 at the moment, isn't he? Yes, I understand. Uh, the one thing yeah. I know about Michael Rosen is that mm. he was born and uh, brought up in the same London suburb I was before oh, right. I saw that and um, went back to the land of my father's. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, in northwest London. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, he's a you know he's a, he's a fine fellow on the literary scene. So uh, yes. Hope he pulls through, but uh, I think people are not wish you know. Obviously, I'm wishing the best to everyone who's in intensive care at the moment. But there will be people at the end of this mm. who we will lose, and mm. um, and people close to us as, as well. Um, I've already uh, through one of my daughters. There's mm-hmm. been a loss of someone uh, uh, close to her, and uh, you yeah. just go, wow, you know, it's um, this is going to hit home all over the country. Yeah, and uh, and I just hope people appreciate the measures that have been taken, mm. and don't kind of afterwards say, "Oh well, what was all the fuss about?" You know, only ten thousand yeah. people died instead of just going to be a hundred thousand. Well, yeah. that's because we took measures a bit mm. late, perhaps, mm. or quite a bit too late, but um, measures were taken. You know, yeah. so I have to be grateful for uh, small mercies. And um, but yeah, we this will affect everyone. Yeah, and I don't I don't just mean by being locked down in their houses for mm. a. Week. But um, yeah, good luck to Michael Rosen and good luck to everyone else out there in intensive care. I mean, I, I as I said, I think I've had it and I think I've dodged mm. a bullet. Yeah, it's been fascinating talking to you, and uh-huh. uh, thank, thanks very much for, for for joining me here on on the lockdown. And oh, um, chat, uh, Simon. That's all right. And uh, I'm sure we'll do this again uh, another time when you're feeling a bit fitter and healthier, and uh, you can kind of bring us up to speed with uh, with what progress you've made. Okay, thank you very much. I and mean, yeah, maybe our heads will be clear, and we can talk about literature a, a bit more. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, bye bye from Brecken and uh, de Boch. Uh, de Boch to you too. Take care, Gareth. Bye bye now. Bye bye.